as you have the nature of joy you hold to be rejoicing but you see it's not enough to have the nature you must put your nature to work now because god already promised that he's going to be with us in his world till the end of days we have no cause to be sad we have every cause to be number one thing you must treasure is god's voice god must be able to speak to you at all times a believer must be in alignment with god a believer must be able to decode god's voice. now if god doesn't just give the word sometimes he gives instructions those instructions are like strategy don't just receive the promise in your heart also receive the process Sunday I spoke about um, seven worship truths, but I couldn't finish. I think I stopped at number three, I guess. I stopped at number three, right? Good. And number three is worship is expressed with thoughts, words, and action, not just songs. I think I was reading a scripture. What scripture was that? Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Say, so let the word of God dwell in you richly. So let's open to Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Say, so let the word of God dwell in you richly. Somebody say, richly. He doesn't want you to get the word in a, um, in a mayor that will not be rich. He wants you to have a divine balanced diet or adequate supply of the necessary nutrients in your spirit. You see that? Adequate supply of the necessary nutrients. So there is carbohydrate word mixed with protein word. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. That's when it can produce results. So sometimes we receive those word bit by bit and it looks like they are not, you know, effective. So he said, let the word dwell in you richly. So take your time. You know, there are people who take their time to really eat. Um, you know, I grew up not really eating. I, I thought... I were, although our food was regular, but you know we wouldn't have brunch. We have you know there are times that we take fruits, all those kind of stuff. But when I saw people who eat, I know we have not been eating. When they served me, I lost my appetite. Only meat alone, I cannot I cannot finish one quarter. Meat alone. If you see what people eat, I pity people's um, toilets and, um, you know, if you see what goes through people, what they eat. And then I think that there are tribes that eat better than other tribes. When I went to South South, I saw the way they eat. I so much, you know, I like the culture. I moved around. I went to the yeast. I, and, you know, they have delicacies. As they are seeing white soup, they are seeing yellow soup, they are seeing, and they can be very taste and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> but you know there are things that are peculiar with tribes and all that. So one of the things I saw in other tribes, I was very, you know there's something they call lalakowi in Yoruba. That thing really suffered me. That's why I'm not having weight like that. Up to now, I can't eat like that. If I see people with delicacies, David said, you have set a table before me. I've not been eating from the table that is set. If you see a table that is set, how many of you have an idea of what I'm talking about? I went to visit a minister of God one day. They put a fish, a, a catfish one side. They put um, another kind of fish one side. They put um, um, white meat, you know, inside meat, roundabout, all those things, um, towel, all those things. They put them one side. They put beef one side. Ah, different drinks. Wine, soft drinks. By the time they set the table, you know, they are trying to honor me. 
I felt dishonored. <laughs> they, when they started feeding me, not like dishonor. When they started, when I started, I said, I look at him. I said, Is this the way you live? He said, No, don't mind them. <laughs> he said, No, don't mind them. You know, I've been to places where you take crabs as appetizer. I visited a friend one day and the wife served us. He said, I said, I'm full. I said, this is too much. He said, no, this has first cause. I said, first what? What is, what's, what's causing what? So when Bible says he daily loads us with benefit, he sets a table before us. You can't take the scripture and heaven will not load you with the word. With revelation. Everything you ever need. You see, we face challenges in life that the solutions are in the word. Solutions are here. And so, you know that one of the challenges of COVID-19, why it kills people easily, is because some people have underlying ailments and then the immune system very weak and blah, blah, blah. You know it's eating, proper eating that builds immune system. Even some of the supplements and all those things they had or they tell us to buy is because we are not really eating adequately. They are to supplement. So which means that those things in, um, in a processed, do you understand? They've processed and um, um, extracted all the necessary nutrients, you know, from everything they will have to extract from and then package them together so that we can just take them so that it can supplement what we eat, all right? Uh, that may not be enough to build strong immune system. So the Bible says for you to have a very strong supernatural immune system, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Somebody say, I believe the word. I receive the word. Say, the word dwell in me richly. Now, I'm going somewhere. For you to worship in the spirit and in the truth properly, continually, and all your life you are just sensitive to worshiping him, it has to be an overflow of what you know of God. The word is an overflow. In intimacy with God, the things you remember when you are talking with, you know, when you have a friend or you have, let's say, marriage, partners, you talk, you, you are gesting. As you talk, you remember the things the person said long time ago. You remember, you are trying to link what you are discussing with what you agreed at some point before. Are you getting what I'm saying? The same way it is with God, when you fellowship with God, and you are praying, and you are worshiping, and then Holy Spirit brings to your remembrance what God said somewhere. Holy Spirit can remind you what he has not really led you to read. What you don't have in your spirit. It's a spiritual living or um, a Christian living is a very sure living. It's a real lifestyle. It's not a um, uh, just a religious thing, you see. See what it says in Colossians. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Alright? Not that you hit in the morning, you not hit in the afternoon, you not hit in the night. You know, one zero one zero zero one. Like some people hit in some places in the world. And then people are starved. So a lot of believers are starved in the spirit. You see. And then you are supposed not, you are not supposed to be starved. I want to read from my Bible. Verse 16. It says, now, if you have your Bible, you can look into it or you look into the screen. It says, let the word of God, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. How many wisdom? 
Now, you should know that God is concerned. Even earthly wisdom is part. Scientific wisdom is part. Are you getting what I'm saying? Scientific wisdom, native wisdom is part. You see, if you go to those villages where they say idiom, um, um, idiomatic expressions, proverbs, all those things, if they say those things, sometimes it makes a deeper sense to you because you have the word of God in your spirit. And there are things you can pick from it. You subject everything you are learning to the scrutiny of the word of God. Alright? You don't just take things hook, line, and sinker from the world on the internet. Junks everywhere. You see some people, the way they live their life, they just post it and somebody is learning from it. Most of the time we just get easily distracted. We don't even subject it to the scripture. What does God say about it? You know, I was thinking at home one day and I laughed. You know why I laughed? It's too late for you to do the ethnic test. It's too late for all of you. I said, if you want to cause trouble, there's no need. Look at your neighbor and say, there's no need. Because it's so impossible some of you have felt like doing DNA tests. That, you know, the way my father had, <laughs> I don't think he's the one that gave birth to me. <laughs> I'll be suspecting him. He's <laughs> your father. Can you say amen? amen? Can you see? People can't say amen because they are not sure. <laughs> God is your father. Can you say Amen. Can you see the difference? So he said, let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom. In all wisdom. Teaching and admonishing one another. Now listen. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. So he said, you teach psalms. You teach hymns. You teach spiritual songs. Then you sing with, he said, the reason why when the word dwells in you, it produces psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And then you will sing with grace in your heart. You see that? You will sing with singing with grace in your heart. To who? To the Lord. Then when you sing with grace, you sing with grace where? In your spirit. When the Bible says in your heart, it's in your spirit. There are people who sing without grace. You will know when you are singing without grace. There is no movement. There is nothing. There is anointing. The oil is not there. Verse 17. Give us verse 17. It said, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So when you have the word, whatever you do in word or deed, that is when you speak, when you think, and when you act, you are doing all that to the glorification of the Father. Let me go to this third point, fourth point. I don't want to dwell too much on that. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Can you sing, He touched me. You know that song? You know the joy that filled my soul. Something happens. No, no. Verse 4. Number 4. Worship is whatever glorifies the Father. Worship is whatever glorifies the Father. Your clothes is a worship. Your dress is a worship to the Father. Your hairstyle, whether bone straight or... Calamine French. 
it must glorify the Father. Whatever you do in word or deed must glorify the Father. Matthew 5, 16. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Matthew 5, 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your, your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What is your light? He says you are the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hidden. You don't need to make yourself famous. You just need to know where you are set upon. A city set on the hill cannot be what? Hidden. Verse, let's read from verse 13. Let, let me show you something here. But I'm not teaching this. <laughs> God opened my eyes. Look at this. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor... How shall it be seasoned? It is, is then good for nothing, but to be thrown out and trampled up under, under, trampled under, under foot by men. Now see where it's going. You are the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hidden. You know this church will have been named City E or Ill City Church. Because this was what I was considered. A city set on the hill. Let me borrow you this revelation. One day I was reading the scripture, I was meditating, the Holy Spirit told me. He said, Sammy said, who shall ascend to the hill? The psalmist, David said so. Psalm 24, Psalm 15. He said, he who has a clean heart, a pure heart and a clean hands. So he described the person that can ascend to the hill. So, you know, hill signifies a place of intimacy with the father. Moses went to the hill to talk to God. You see that? So in the Old Testament, even Jesus Christ would go to the mountain and call whoever he wanted to himself to talk to God. A separated place. A place of fellowship. And so God told me, he said, you know, uh, David said, who shall ascend to the hill? They said it was prophetic. He said, now, you don't need to ascend on the hill because you have been made a light, a city that is set on the hill. I don't want to. I preached a message long time ago. It's long in one of the first lecture theater. I call it city people. Old people will remember the message. City people. Uh, that's, that's the concept. That's the. It's only old people, very old, that can remember the message. Some people are old, their husbands are new. <laughs> like, see old somebody somewhere there. You know, it's from law basement. There's a place called law basement in Ife. That's where I preach the message. City people. We have seen ourselves as a city set on the hill a long time ago that cannot be hidden. Somebody say, I'm the city set on the hill. I cannot be hidden. Go to the next verse, verse 15. He said, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. So if people who are just mere human beings light a lamp and they will not put it under the basket, how much more God lighting you? So where will he put you? In your wardrobe? No. He will put you. And this is the reason why God will not hide you. He will bring you out. 
Whenever he knows that you are ready with the fire and with the grace and the light of God you have become, he will bring you out. He will bring you out. And you know the reason is for you to glorify him. So when he brings you out, verse 16 says, Let your light shine before men that they may see the good works. What is the light here? The good works. Being a blessing. Being a solution provider. Your businesses employing people. Taking care of families. Good works. Taking care of souls. Your career. Good works. Solving problems. You are producing goods and services without any kind of you know, fraudulent heart. Good works. And it says when they see your good works, they are not going to see your statement. You say, I'm a good man. Story. I can solve problem. Story. Have you seen people driving with their mouth? How many of you here drive with your mouth? So I know how to drive, but it's just that I've not moved any vehicle before. Story. That's not what the world is concerned about. The world is concerned about those who are driving. Are you getting what I'm saying? The world wants results. That's what our world wants. Good works. Discover a vaccine that can totally eradicate COVID-19 and all his family together. Good works. You know it has family. Very soon they gave birth to variants, mutation, all kinds of stuff. We need a good work that can eradicate it. He said those things glorify the Father. So whatever comes out of you must glorify the Father. Your words, your character, your works, your thoughts, anything that comes out of you must glorify the Father. If you believe that, can you say amen? John chapter 9 verse 1. This is very wonderful. I want you to see something in John chapter 9 verse 1. He said, now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. So he was born blind. He was blind from birth. Verse 2. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned? The man, this man, or his spirit? That he was born blind. So they know that at least two categories of people will have sinned. Or two kinds of people will have sinned. Or either of them will have sinned. Um, or either of two people could have sinned and it will have led to this. So they know that there are certain sickness or issues that can be traced to sin. So the only two people that could have sinned is either the parent or the man. And Jesus Christ said no. Verse 3. And Jesus answered and said, Neither this man nor his parents sin. He said, But that the works of God should be revealed in him. I want you to see something different. I want you to have a different perception here. That people are going through trouble does not mean that they did something wrong. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why at times that the works of God may be revealed in them? Is that clear? Even you go through challenges at times, it's not because, you know, sometimes we go through challenges and you are looking at, okay, what did you do wrong? Did you pay your last month tight? Did I fast when we were told to fast? What, what could have been wrong? So you are trying to think, you know, what did I do? What did I do? But God is saying, no, sometimes this thing happens so that I can prove to you I'm your father. 
So that you can remember and give me glory and I can step into the situation. There are uncontrollable things that happen, even in businesses or career or whatever, relationship, marriage, that you have to go back to God and say, God, I thank you, I worship you. What is going on here? And then God says, it is for me to be glorified. Another version. Give us ordinary KJV. That the works of God should be made manifest in him. There is a version that says that God may be glorified. God may be glorified. John chapter 15 verse 8 to 9. He said, By this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you see what we're saying? That you are productive. By this my father is glorified that you are productive. You solve problems. You are not part of the problem, but you are solving problems. By this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. And the father loved me as the father loved me I also have loved you abide in my love somebody say I'm fruitful say it louder say I'm fruitful so you see failure doesn't glorify God poverty doesn't glorify God barrenness doesn't glorify God I hope you hear what I'm saying so if you are really really into worshipping God in the spirit and in truth even when those things come around, you overcome them. You see that? Bankruptcy doesn't glorify God. As policies are coming out against cryptocurrencies, against online businesses and whatever. John 15. As my, by this, my father is glorified that you are fruitful. You are a proof producer. You see now, you invest 5 million and it increases to 25 million, it glorifies the Father. Don't ever think that when you are making it, it's only you that enjoys it. The Father enjoys your convenience. Are you getting what I'm saying? The Father enjoys your sources. Do you know sometimes, eh, I feel like angels are like, ha, Oh, I wish this guy can see this thing. I wish this is an opportunity. That, and they, there's no way they can make you see it. You just have to see it. And some people, you see, their, their future bride will be passing by, by them like this. And then they say, I wish, could you just look this way, look this way, look this way. And he's looking this way. And the angels are like, ah! ah! The angels wanted to turn the neck by force. <laughs> the same thing. They said, respond to this mail. Respond to this mail. Respond to this mail now. Before nine. They feel you could see it and respond to the mail. And that time, maybe network is even misbehaving. And then you go. Only for you to know later that those who responded, everything changed. I have a brother who became a multi-millionaire. How? They brought a contract and they didn't need somebody that would do it. Their boss, himself and his friends, their boss is a big man. So they said, this contract is too small for the big man. You know that some people's change can transform your life. <laughs> when they say, ah, um, 
do you have small change there? I say yes. By the time they mention the small change, it can transform. You know what you think is change? <laughs> to them, it's not even money. Praise God. <laughs> so they brought the contract and wanted to give it to the people that execute contract for the big boys. So then let's give it to some of these boys. The person that first came up in their mind, which probably was one of the most effective, they call his number, his number did not go. I've seen businessmen that are that careless. Who is having, you know, cellular? <laughs> All those lines that must just go through. I don't know what they call. If you need to have a big phone that has on. You know what I'm talking about? In order to get all the signal. <laughs> you're a businessman. You are putting off your phone. You are not expecting money. And I can suspect you. You are hoeing people. Say, so what number is that? I'll talk to him later. And I lie. Glory, <laughs> He'll talk to you later. <laughs> The number did not go, and they said, Oh, let's call him. Let's call this other one. That's my brother. And they called him too, and they called him. I said, Oh, can you do this? I can do it. Can you do this? I can do it. 50 million contracts. Do you know from that, he became one of the sole single company. He grew, he started four companies, and he grew to the point of executing major contracts for NNPC. On the platform of Nigerian army. Because of that. Till now, when he shares it like this, he says, Ah, it's God that loved that phone. <laughs> ah, you don't know that opportunities are just passing you every day. That's what it, um, I think it was. Um, um, what's the name of this guy that said it? He said, Is either the opportunity is coming to you and passing you every day, and sometimes what you say can take the opportunity. Let me move very fast because of time. Number five. Worship is our show of confidence in the Father. Our exercise of faith in obedience to God's instructions. Worship is our show of confidence to the Father. Our exercise of faith. Exercise of faith in obedience to God's instructions. Let me give you an example. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can you play? Hallelujah. Do you know that if you have kids, and your kid, you call your kids at the age of 12, you say there are certain things you cannot use now until you are 18. I have made an investment for you. It's one billion. If you call your kids and say, come, the three of you, one, one billion. I made an investment for the three of you. One, one billion. Do you know that even though they are kids, at 12, I mean, Jesus Christ stayed back at 12. Do you remember? He was forgotten. They thought he got lost. By the time they located him, they said, we have been looking for you for almost like three days. He said, can't I be by my father's business? That is very strange in Africa. 
a 12 year old say, I want to be by my father. Wait, 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 keep short. What do you want? What business? As you are Nonsense. What father's business? Do you even know father before you know business? What's business? What's father? Most of the time, we shut creativity down in people. We shut it down when we see people coming up with things. So Jesus argued his point. Can't I be by my father's business? And then they allowed African mothers and fathers. They will have beaten hell out of him. So you call your children one one billion each. Let me tell you something. If you want your kids, how will they demonstrate that they believe what you told them? One of the reasons they will demonstrate that they believe what you told them is because of your track record, right? Let me tell you, parenting is very sensitive. If you go out, they ask you to bring something, you don't bring it first time. You go out, they ask you to bring something, you don't second time. Third time, you bring something that they didn't really like. Fourth time, you didn't bring anything. Fifth time, sixth time. By the time it's 12, and you say, I have one billion investment for you, say, Glory, you know? Your child will you, praise God. Because you have a record of bringing nothing. Especially when they ask. Don't joke with those things. Especially when they ask that when you are coming, bring something for us. It's in their mind, though. Bible says, if you being evil, know how to give good things for your children, to your children, when they ask. You don't give them serpent when they ask for bread. Say, how much more your heavenly father? So if you believe that God has a record of doing whatever he says, is that not equipment? He is, he has equipment record, praise God, of doing whatever he says. Whenever he tells you anything that's even bigger than you, you will enter into worship. And what is the worship? Your lifestyle will change. You will start acting like it. So when you call your kids and say, I have one billion investment for you, one billion investment, one billion investment. You know, all of us, grow up, we grew up in different quarters. So I remember my own quarters. And you know, most parents, they are always within the same range of exposure, um, wealth, or whatever, um, literacy, when people grow up, you know. In those days, living quarters, you see, uh, doctors, professors, kids, and all those kind of people. Or probably you live in town, teachers, children, or you live somewhere. Do you understand? I'm just trying to explain. So maybe the rest have not heard things like that. The kids will start behaving differently. They can even go to their friends. They will tell them, they said, Do you know I have money? They have not seen the money. They can't even assess the money. They will have to stay till like 18 years to assess the money. Do you know what I'm saying? But they already believe. And they started talking and behaving like that. Do you know that those kids can look at their mates and said, by that 18 years, if you don't have enough, I can part 50 million, I can give you 50. They're already promising based on what they've not assessed. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is how God wants us to relate with him. The life you live when you receive a revelation or a promise from the Father is a life of worship. Which shows your confidence in the Father. Do you get what I'm saying? 
you carry yourself with that confidence and with that lifestyle. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to 25. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to 25. There's a story of a king, Jehoshaphat. You know the story. They were faced by three nations and they fasted. God told them, gather choristers and let them sing. Do you know he believed? If Nigerian is faced by three different nations, let's say Germany, U.S. and United Kingdom. And then our president said, we declare a day of fast. And in that day of fasting, God told him that no, you have to gather, for instance, to a capital city in Abuja to be singing, he is good and his mercy endures forever. You will put to Togo. <laughs> you know put it. Some of you will put to Calabar. Uh, put to Cameroon. <laughs> because there is nothing that makes sense about it. You know sometimes when you read some Bible story, we don't actually interpret it in the light of this contemporary. Do you understand? So you will put. But God told them to gather a choir. And the choristers started singing. How can you see weapon, ammunition? You see AK-47, bazooka, all those things. I wanted to say gunpowder. <laughs> and what you are saying is, Oh, single, single, praise the Lord. Oh, single, single. Because we have become so much intellectually driven, not revelationally driven. So you will be, you find it difficult to connect singing Even say yes, men, they come out as you are driving and they corner your boss and say, Oh, single, single. They say, Keep quiet. It's people in that place that will be telling you, Keep quiet. You can't even remember, Oh, single, single. Where you will hide. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. Let me give you just two points and I will close. He said, for we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. So worshippers have confidence in the spirit. They have confidence in the things that the Lord has said. Philippians chapter 4, let's read from verse um, 6. Therefore, my beloved, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made to God. So you see that? With thanksgiving. Number six, worship is our call to minister deliberately to God by the Spirit. Now, I need to explain this. Worship is our call. Is it call? Uh, when Moses was going to Egypt to tell Pharaoh, he said, let my people go, that they may worship me, or that they may serve me. It's a call. That lifestyle is a call. To minister deliberately to God by the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. He said don't be foolish. 
Don't be foolish. Understand what the will of the Lord is. Verse 18. Then he says, And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation. That is when it's in excess. But be filled with the Holy Spirit. So this place is saying, you can always get filled with the Holy Ghost. In Acts chapter 2, they got filled. Alright? When they prayed, they were threatened. There was a miracle in Acts chapter 3. They were threatened. Acts chapter 4. They prayed again. They got filled again. On and on and like that. They got filled. Always we get filled when we pray. When we minister to the Lord. But look at what it says here. It says, but be being filled with the Spirit. That is, always be filled with the Spirit. Now, verse 19. He says, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Is that not what the same thing we read in uh, Colossians? Where it says, teaching one another. So he says, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Because the word of God, the revelation, centers around this. And he says, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. The melody to the Lord is in your heart, not in your brain. In your spirit to the Lord. So, it's a deliberate call. That you get filled with the Holy Ghost. And what you are doing with it is to glorify God. He gives you a spiritual song with which you worship Him. And sometimes you hear the sound in the spirit. And that's what you dance to. Now, I don't want to tell you things that might look so strange to you. But it's you, you can only get there when you pray in the Holy Ghost. And worship, and he start giving you words to hot down to him. It's a deliberate call to minister to the Lord. So it's a call when you wake up in the morning and just worship and minister to the Lord from one song to the other. It has happened many times in our meetings. We will have had programs like this. This person, you are praying, you are leading this, you are doing that. You are doing... It has happened many times. So what I do most of the time is to allow them do whatever they want to do before I come up. So when I come up like that and I start singing from one song to the other from one song you don't have a playlist the playlist is supernatural are you getting what I'm saying he gives you a, a playlist of himself so as that's the song he wants you to use to worship him <laughs> playlist of the spirit and as you sing it he is elated and then he speaks to you. Acts chapter 13 verse 2. Acts chapter 13 verse 2. Bible says that as they minister to the Lord. Now, ministering to the Lord is one of the attributes or one of the responsibility of a priest. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a priestly grace to minister to the Lord. You stand in that place. All of us are priests now. We are in the holies of holies. As they worship and minister to the Lord, regardless of your states, challenges you are facing, as they minister to the Lord, and Bible says, and fasted. This thing I'm telling you is faster when you are fasting. To begins to hear the sound and connect with the voice of the Spirit, and it gives you songs in the Spirit with which you are going to sing. And the Bible says, the Holy Spirit says to them, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Now, he could tell you, separate this amount of money, all right, and invest in so-so place. 
He can tell you, save this amount of money. He can tell you, it's time for you to now go into a relationship. It's not because you have a prayer point of where should I go into a relationship and you are just bothered. Okay, when am I getting married? Law, do it law. This one, do it law. That one, do it law. You are ministering to the Lord and he communicates to you that it's now time. You, they were not struggling to be separated. Did you see it there? They, it wasn't their prayer point that, oh, Paul and Barnabas, we've been trying. Let's be separated. But they were just ministering. And Holy Spirit said, not only to the two, to the whole. So there are things that God wants to do in your life that will be confirmed by others because you are in the place of worship. Are you getting what I'm saying? The last one. Worship is our sacrificial living. It's our sacrificial living. One of the sacrificial lifestyles we live is generosity. When Abraham was going to sacrifice, you remember when God demanded for his son, what he said is that we are going to a month to worship. That's what the scripture says. Genesis chapter 22. If you read from verse 1 to 2. Now it came to pass that after these things that test, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am, verse 2. Then he said, take now your son, your holy son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. You see that? Yes, Nesbaz. And he says, so Abraham rose early in the morning, and saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering, and arose, and went to the place of which God has told him. Verse 4. Verse 5. Look at what he says in verse 5. Let's read it together. Everybody want to go. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and high will go yonder and worship. And we will come back to you. The statement of faith. He was going to sacrifice his son. And he said, We will come back to you. Because he knows that God is able to resurrect whatever is dead in the place of worship. Can this dry bone leaves worship? You can be in a very hopeless situation. What you do is to what? Worship. So, sacrificial living. And one of it is generosity. Partnership. Still worship. And so on. He said, present your body as a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, your reasonable worship. Same thing in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 12. You can note that. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 12. Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah.
situation turning around. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God told me to share a testimony with him. A man of God in this city, very successful, politically alive, whatever you can say, was struggling, but he had a heart to give, to sacrifice to God. So he was with Pastor Iadeboy. And he said, Baba, we announced that people should give for a conference. There were not many then. He said, One day that Baba should just let us know that one, two of us will just gather and drop the money. The lawyer by trade. So he said, One day he was able to sell, get some money as he was sacrificial. So he looked for Baba and he gave it to Baba. He said, Towards the conference. The man looked at him like this. He said, what do you do? He said, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. He said, go. He's a young lawyer called to bar. And there is a law against a lawyer just called to bar to have chamber. There's something like that. I don't know the detail, but there's something like that. Just two, within two years or something, of being called to bar, maybe three years. He said, I'm a lawyer. You know what Baba told him? Baba prayed for him and blessed him. And Baba now told him, he said, go and start your chamber. Ah. He said he looked at Pastor Yadiboye that. Is that this man is not informed? Or he doesn't understand what he's talking about? Because it looks like a casual instruction. He said, within two months, a government came up. And then they changed the law. He said he was surprised. And he started a chamber. He said he made 25,000. 25, then. That's a lot of money. Then. He said somebody just came to him. And said you just started your chamber. Ah, and there is there's a particular matter. With an organization. He said okay how much will you charge now? He said he thought about it. Should he mention 5,000? He said his mind said no. 8,000. His mind said no. 10,000. 15,000. He said he was expecting them to say no, they will not pay. He said, just mentioned 25,000. They said, oh, 25,000, 25,000. He said, eh? You couldn't believe it. That's how his life changed. You know, everybody is seated here, but everybody's word is coming individually. I want you to worship because there is always a word for your life and destiny in worship. Especially if you have you came from a lineage where they have different kinds of repeated patterns. Terrible issues. Marriage, relationship, finances, all kinds of terrible stuff. In worship, everything can be erased. I'm telling you the truth. You won't be part of that flow. Lift up your hands and pray in the Holy Spirit. Just pray in the Holy Spirit. Healing is yours. I don't want to go there. I have some things here, but I don't want to go there. Your father is able to make your body whole, healthy. Your father is able to make your business whole. Your father is able to raise you, lift you, uproot everything that is not of him. Can you lift up your hands? Say, I wish that men lift up their hands everywhere praying. You can pray in the Holy Ghost. 
know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awofisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585-8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.